You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Rattler to Hall. Touchdown. Rattler now on second and 11. Steps up in the pocket. Throws across his body. Wide open. Touchdown, Marvin Mills. Spencer Rattler. What a throw. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Joe O, Joe G, BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook here on the BetQL Network, live in 12 markets across the country. Download the free Odyssey app today to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily podcast uh joji while we're sitting here during the break thinking about what we're going to discuss next and we've got some big 12 takes i've got some hot ones it is fire um (laughs) i i'm quite amused by by your lack of enthusiasm for the announcement of the jeopardy host and they've made a change were they listening to the betql daily promos that was my big question as i as i saw that 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 made me chuckle as well uh yesterday yesterday afternoon yes so the executive producer, who no one heard of, was tabbed the replacement for Trebek, but now they're bringing in Mayim Bialik because everybody realized, wait, nobody cares about this guy. They've never seen him before. Nobody's going to watch it. Let's okay, bring take in... it easy on the executive producers, all right? <laughs> let's, let's bring in Blossom. <laughs> so wait, we have two hosts now? Two hosts? Is that what we're doing? I, I guess. Hosts? I guess. Yes, that's what that's what it said. That's what the story said. I don't know what they plan on doing. Well, I mean, to be fair to Paul, like think about it. Like if both you or I said we're leaving the show, and they and they said we're doing this wide ranging search to to replace Joe and Joe on on BeckQL Daily. Okay, I don't, I, and and they spent months putting different people on here trying them out, and then at the end they were like, "Well, actually, Paul Aspen just going to take over the show," <laughs> which it would be fine. I'm sure Paul would do a great job. But like, appreciate that. But like, what what was the whole search for? What are, yeah, what are we me doing? Me and Paul actually have bad news for you guys. Uh, we were gonna we were gonna wait to tell you this until after they but... put us in the same room, the same <laughs> studio in Chicago for a reason. It would be it would be like, what if they made this big announcement? Just kidding. It's not Joe Giglio. It's Eli Hershkovitz. Like, <laughs> I'd be on a bridge in downtown Chicago. <laughs> Plenty to choose from. <laughs> like brutal. Well, when I first Zero saw followers it, across all <laughs> socials immediately. <laughs> When I first saw it, Mike Richards, I'm like, wait, the old Seinfeld guy who's ranting against everyone he hates in the world. Uh, no, on he, stage? Was, he was he was the first guy canceled like a yeah. decade ago. He he can't be doing that. No, no. Uh, I, I was in a YouTube wormhole of uh, Howard Stern the other day and <laughs> and I ran into the episode of Howard uh, playing that tape and just talking oh, yeah. about, like that was hot at the time. That that was I was on. Big big deal, but yeah, now that was that we was get the first, stories like that every week. Sure, now. that was the first time people watched them. Like, wait, 
wait, should, should we just ex get this guy out of society? What do we do with this guy? Now it happens all the time. But so, so Jeopardy has two hosts. That's what you're telling me. Two uh, yeah, hosts? That, yeah. Basically, that's. Uh, thank you for getting us back on track here. That's what that's what everybody says. It's, <laughs> it, it's Joel, official. I have one question for it's you. It's official actually. again. It's Mike Richards and my Bialik. And uh, contrary to popular belief, I don't even watch Jeopardy. I just think it's funny. Like they realize they messed up, and now they're throwing in Blossom. Go ahead, Jake. How many YouTube wormholes do you fall down on on average, let's say a month? Because this is not it's the first lot. time you've said, oh, I fell down this YouTube wormhole about so-and-so yesterday. This is what happens. This is how they get you, man. Uh, that doesn't happen to you? Never. See, okay, my thing is Reddit, but like I'll fall down a Reddit wormhole, Yeah, which is arguably more dangerous. But like, so what happened? Like you just click the side video, like you just keep going? Yes. Keep going? Yeah, well, if it's something I enjoy, like I'll do this with comedians too. Like sometimes it happens with Bill Burr. I think that's the one that I was talking about. Yeah, it happens all the time. Well, I was thinking about this with the White Sox game the other day with, that was airing exclusively on YouTube is if I was watching something on YouTube and they had su the suggestions to the right, I mean, at times baseball's so boring. I wouldn't be watching the game. I'd be looking at old highlights. Well, that's true. You know what happens to me? I fall into social media wormholes. Not that I'm commenting and having a conversation. I just like, Someone says something to someone, and I look at them, and then, I, then I'm like looking back at their opinion from three weeks ago on something just mundane. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I have to put my phone down because like I'm wasting my time with just nonsense. I, we I all think, do it. I think it's it, music too. Um, I think it's a decent background. When I listen to podcasts, I want to actually be listening. And if, if it's background, I'm not really listening to what they're talking about. So, but yeah, I kind of treat YouTube like music too. I that guess. Makes sense. Anyways. Big 12. Here we go. Um, all right. As as I'm going over this conference, I'm going team by team. Joe, I'm like, my first reaction, big picture wise, and we'll get into Oklahoma if they're true national title contenders. If Iowa State can hang around in the mix, those are the team with the two highest win totals, Oklahoma 11, Iowa State nine and a half. It became quite obvious. Like I've known this for some time. Big 12. They're not on the tier of the SEC. And if you put the Big Ten on the second tier, they're not even close to the Big Ten either. When we were going over the Big Ten, I thought there were fascinating angles with so many teams top to bottom in this conference. Board to tears. This conference sucks. No wonder Oklahoma and Texas can't wait to get the hell out of the Big 12, which only has 10 teams. And if you look at this thing, it's Oklahoma at the top. It's Kansas at the bottom. Oh, you, you could create any scenario you want for the middle. I mean, Iowa State's going to be good, but the like beyond that, Brutal. between between Iowa State and Kansas at the bottom, you you put your put them on a hat, yep. pick them out, and you might pick out the order. Like they they all are just blah football teams. Other than t Texas, a little bit interesting with Casey Thompson Sark there now, a little bit interesting. It's Texas, but yeah. I mean the rest of these teams just like what what are we doing? So the SEC is always fun. It's the best brand of football you're going to find in the country. ACC, Howell, is a lot of conversation. Maybe North Carolina can make some sort of a run. The likely uh, likelihood is it's going to be North Carolina or Miami in the title game against Clemson. That's intriguing. Pac-12, we have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, Notre Dame's always a story as far as the independents go. But as you look around, like this is the conference to me. I mean, maybe I'm just be going over the top about it. Like I don't care. 
I don't care. This conference sucks. I don't care. And you're right. Kansas win total of one and a half. Get out of here. <laughs> kick them out. It's like the guillotine. Yes. Kick them out. Just get out after week one. We give all their players on scholarship to anyone else who wants them. They're out of this thing. Um, all right. Couple, sucks. couple things I thought about. Uh, that are interesting. Well, I was, if these two teams leave, there is nothing to watch. I don't care who they draw in from elsewhere. It might as well like, be the AAC. Like, what is this? Like, this is brutal. Yeah. Like, who, who's the marquee teams if you take Oklahoma and Texas out? Iowa State, TCU, Iowa the Horned State. Frogs. Like that's that's not drawing any eyeballs. Like that's I, not going to work. Iowa State's, you know, Matt Campbell. He's a good coach. I get it. But they're the team that just seems to disappoint year after year after year. Brock Purdy's been there 10 years, and he gets worse every single season. What are we doing? And their win total is nine and a half. You know what's pretty remarkable? If you look on FanDuel right now, Joe, to, to win the national championship, they are the first after the five. right? So I'll call the five Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, obviously, the top of this conference. Yeah. The next team, like the next the best odds after those five, Iowa State. You can get him at 450 to make the playoffs, plus 450. If Oklahoma slips or Rattler gets hurt, is there some value here on Iowa State as just like, I guess they're in? No. Okay. If what you said happens, yes, of course, then. But as I was going over the schedule, win total I said is 11. So if you want to bet the over, you're saying perfect, which can happen. This is a walk. A walk to the playoff for the Sooners. It's Iowa early and then nothing. Nothing. Nothing the entire year. They could easily go 12-0, and 0, and I understand why people are buying futures on them because they think there's some value, and as the season progresses, there will not be any value. This number's only going to get shorter, and people are probably thinking, oh, well, it's Oklahoma in the playoff. They're going to lose like they always lose. Maybe. That could be a possibility, but I will say with what Lincoln Riley and uh, their defensive coordinator Alex Grinch has done over the last couple of years, they have a better than respectable defense. That was the big issue when the Sooners were making the playoff and back-to-back seasons. Couldn't stop anybody. They could score. Couldn't stop anybody. Well, they can still score, and now they've really turned around that defense over the last couple of years, and that's why they're championship contenders. Could, could Oklahoma – have four starting quarterbacks wow. in the NFL next year. Obviously, Jalen Hurts, we'll see if he holds the job and, and, and becomes a long-term starter. But Baker's yeah. going to be a starter in the NFL next year. Kyler Murray's going to be a starter. Rattler, I mean, they could have three number one overall picks as starting quarterbacks in the NFL a year from now. That's pretty remarkable. Like That's that's the kind of quarterback factory every big school dreams of being. And they've, yep. they've become it. I mean, Rattler is, is really, really good. Joe, a couple win totals um, I'm interested in. TCU. I always like Gary Patterson. There's there's seven and a half on the number. Uh, they won six last year. They got their quarterback back, both their running backs, pretty good running backs back. Mm-hmm. And I just trust Gary Patterson to put together a good program. And when there's a lot of, you know, kind of toss up kind of games, I, I'll back them. I'll go over seven and a half TCU. And uh, by the way, Gary Patterson won me over about a year ago. He um, right when the Eagles drafted Jalen Rager at a TCU last year, he came on WIP and he ripped him. He ripped him. Like, I mean, really? I, it was in an endearing way, like some of the stuff he has to work on. But usually coaches just prop up their players, right? Like, yep. And he was like, yeah, there's some concentration issues. He's got to be better at that. And then what do we see year one? Concentration issues. It was it just like, it was kind of revealing and honest. But I'm a, I'm a Gary Patterson fan. I still have flashbacks to the morning after the Bears drafted Mitchell Trubisky and Fedora, the head coach at the time, 
is coming on and talking about how accurate Mitchell Trubisky is, one of the most accurate quarterbacks he's ever seen sure. in his life. Larry Fedora, who, by the way, was fired this offseason as the Baylor offensive coordinator. Uh, you mentioned TCU. I can't argue that. Uh, they have a strong defense, so that's how they're going to win games. That's always a deal with Patterson, defense and special teams. There are three teams that have a win total of seven and a half. Uh, Texas, I understand the angle on the over, but at FanDuel Sportsbook, this is extremely juiced, out to minus 165 on the over, so I'm not betting that. Uh, boy, they have, yeah, they have, they have t- a tough road there, tough road. As far as the schedule, I believe they, yeah, October, not the big game, obviously. What, what are they going to do against Oklahoma? So Texas, TCU, Oklahoma State, all at seven and a half. The strange thing for me is with Okie State and uh, Mike Gundy, uh, it's weird to see a team that it looks like they're going to be built on their defense again, and they don't have the offense. I, I'm used to these Gundy teams that are going to put up 40 plus, but that hasn't happened in a while. No, I know he's a good coach. Can you take Mike Gundy seriously when he speaks? No. Because of the mullet? Well, I just he makes me laugh. Like just everything. Like he's it's it's almost like someone created a a college football coach in like a movie and then he came to life. Like like you created Mike Gundy. He's not real. And it's remarkable how long he's been there now. I heard him talking to I heard him talking a few weeks ago about how the Big 12 will be fine, right? And Oklahoma State football will be fine. I think he was talking to boosters or whatever. And he was talking about like that Oklahoma State has one of those coaches you know is gonna be there. Mike Gundy's going to have like a 25-year run at, at Oklahoma State before it's all said and done. He's, he's a staple. West Virginia, Kansas State, Baylor, Texas Tech, and Kansas is the rest. This is all trash, man. With that, with, that said, with that said, I kind of like Kansas over one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? The fact that we're taking Kansas on anything. Over, all right, so there's two there's two winnable games. I mean, like, okay, like, or are they like flying the, over? Are they are they the surprise teams? That they're is. terrible. All spring they've had a three player competition at quarterback, a three, not a two player competition, a three player. It's wide open. They bring in the guy in from Buffalo who's turned around uh, numerous programs. So I'm banking that that they can get two wins in a terrible conference, uh, maybe. Forget wins. They were one seven and one against the spread last year. They didn't. They didn't cover that one game till the last game of the season. So you're not with me on the over one and a half. Uh, I, 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 I'm stretching, man. I'm stretching. I hate this conference. You get plus uh, one sixty yeah. though. I mean, you get pl- good, good plus money. Let me throw one at you. Kansas State under five and a half. They stink. Chris Kleiman is there. He used to be the coach at uh, North Dakota State when he won all those championships uh, at that <laughs> level of football. Yes. Look, they lost their best pass rusher, and I have a rule. There's only one. It's like, remember the Greg Schiano rule at Rutgers? Only one guy can win at Rutgers. There's only one guy that can win consistently at Kansas State. His name was Bill Snyder. He's done now. He's yep. the only, that program basically is the Rutgers of, of the Midwest. The <laughs> only guy that wins there is, is him, and he's, it's over. Wasn't Snyder done like 20 years ago? It's like weekend at Bernie's. But then he came back. And he, <laughs> yeah, I I'm, know. He did. In 2016, he went 9-4 and four and won a bowl game. I know. I know. He's he's going to go down as the only coach. It, could do like anything you go 500 i was like wow that was so impressive 25 um, years from now someone's gonna be doing a show like this saying you know what i know greg shiano's old but like you got to take rutgers over greg shiano's there That's kansas, what happens. kansas over one and a half basically this middle blob of the big 12 
Good luck figuring it out. I mean, you talk about even college football fans, a nondescript conference after Oklahoma. Like, I don't even know that pretty good college football fans can name half the coaches in the Big 12. No, I, there's brutal. no way. Yeah, there's no way. Uh, I think Oklahoma's going to run the table. And if you bet the over 11, it, that sounds risky because you've got to run the table. But I don't know that it's all that risky because I don't I'm not sure where the two losses are. Are they the number one seed in the playoff with an undefeated record if the SEC no. teams each lose a game? Because mm. that would give them a shot, right? If you, if you, if you could get them number one and, well, and you avoid. You, Clemson you, lost two? Yeah, Clemson lost two. I guess, just by default, but they shouldn't be. We'll be saying they're an undefeated kind of a fraud because right. they didn't play a team. All right, Joe O, Joe G, got you excited for the Big 12? Fun stuff. This is BeckQL Daily. Ugh, gross. Uh, we're going to talk to Josh Norris, fantasy insider for Odyssey. Terrific on the draft as well, as accurate as they come. Uh, keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.